Thank you for choosing to listen to the First Love Podcast from First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, with Reverend Jonathan Warren. Reverend Warren is in his fourth week of his Prayer Transforms series. It's the last sermon in that series. The title of today's sermon is Send Me. The first scripture reading is from Isaiah 6, 6 through 10. Second scripture reading is from John 17, 6 through 19. We have the privilege of listening to our choir director, Stephanie Solterman, singing, We Have Come This Far by Faith as our special music offering today. We thank you for tuning in once again to our First Love podcast. We pray that you have a safe, healthy, and peace-filled week. God bless. We turn to the prophet Isaiah, the sixth chapter, beginning with the sixth verse. Let us listen to the word of God. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, Isaiah, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go ahead of us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. And he said, Go and say this to your people. Keep listening, but do not comprehend. Keep looking, but do not understand. Make the mind of this people dull, and stop their ears, and shut their eyes, so that they may not look with their eyes, and listen with their ears, and comprehend with their minds, and turn and be healed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We have come this far by faith, gently carried in the arms of love. We have come this far Blessed are the ones 
who trust in Christ the Lord. Those who believe in his promises and his word, for great is their reward. We have come this far by faith, gently carried in the arms of love. We have come this far with confidence, our hope in God alone. And though the road is long, in His strength we carry on. We have come this far by faith, and faith will lead us home. We have come this far by faith, and faith will lead us home. Before we get to our next scripture reading, I want to thank Christine and Stephanie for the gift of music. I get to speak words and share prayers, but they, week after week, continue to bring us song for our souls. So thank you. And, and they are teachers uh, additionally, so they get extra care and attention because of the people they lead in the classroom too. So thank you for leading us in worship for these many, many weeks. Our next scripture reading comes to us from John 17. I skip the first verse, which talks about Jesus speaking these words. He looks up to heaven and says these things to God. So Jesus is in prayer. Let's listen to the word of God. I have made your name, God, known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. The words that you gave to, to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you. And they have believed that you sent me. I'm asking on their behalf, I'm not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word. And the world has hated them 
because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world just as they do not belong, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself so that they may also be sanctified in truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Listen to this exchange between a parent and a child. You might have heard a little bit of this. No, you can't go. But all my friends, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump too? Oh, geez. Probably. What? Why? Because all my, all my friends did it. Think about it. Which scenario is more likely? Every single person I know, many of them level-headed and afraid of heights, abruptly went crazy at exactly the same time or the bridge is on fire. Hmm. Imagine reading this on CNN. Many fled their vehicles and jumped from the bridge. Those who stayed behind, is something good about to happen to those people? Maybe they'll find cookies, the parent says. Okay, you stay, I'm jumping. It's a good twist on groupthink, isn't it? Crowds can be wise. There's a lot to be said for collective intelligence. But sometimes also we know that groupthink is bad, for which the Stanford Prison Experiment serves as a great example. We've certainly seen both good and bad examples of this in the midst of this pandemic. Now, our world... uh, has always had difficulty. It's a difficult place to navigate, isn't it? Truth is, Jesus even addresses this because it's such a hard place to navigate. Jesus recognized the difficulty this place on the disciples who lived in this world. But they didn't belong to the world. In our reading today, Jesus takes time to pray to God, and uh, that's part of the reason I chose this passage to end our series on how prayer transforms, because Jesus teaches us in this prayer to be sent. Like I said last week, I almost called the series Dangerous Prayers, because when we pray to God, we enter this relationship with God that challenges and sometimes changes our opinions. And God may encourage us to do things or go places we don't want to go. This exchange does not necessarily make things easier. And today, Jesus' prayer is one of sending us out into this scary world. It's in this prayer when Jesus is beginning to feel the weight of the world, lifting up the poor and oppressed and helping the sick and destitute. He's changing the world's power structure which in turn has created friction in this system and structure. To stop it from changing too much, it has to get rid of this friction, which means Jesus will soon be sent to the cross. 
That's why this prayer is so weighty. It's in this prayer Jesus shares the world that we live in is a scary place. Despite this, Jesus calls and sends his disciples out into this scary world. Now, Jesus doesn't send them without asking for God's protection and help, but nonetheless, Jesus sends his disciples out to all the world. In John 17, Jesus prays, the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world. That's our call. To literally be sent by Jesus out into this scary world. And this year, our world has taken many twists and turns, a pandemic that has rocked us to to our core and includes anxiety and loneliness, change, loss, and heartache. Almost too much to bear. A new awareness of systemic racism and privilege that's not shared by all. An election season that expresses that exposes power, fear, and corruption on all sides. As if it weren't enough, we also have all the things we normally have to navigate in life. These things change and shift around us. I especially think about our teens and college students who navigate through a world that's so much different than we ever experienced. When Oscar Shishkal was a young writer, he hit a major crossroads in his life. He didn't know which path to take, the familiar and secure or the uncertain and adventurous. So he went to a quiet park to contemplate this serious problem, and he writes, it was at that moment I looked up and saw a squirrel jump from one high tree to another. He appeared to be aiming for a limb so far out of reach that the leap looked like suicide. He missed, but landed safe and unconcerned on a branch several feet lower. Then he climbed to his goal, and all was well. God calls us to go out into this world. But what's interesting is that God tells us tells Isaiah to be dumb about it. In today's Isaiah reading, the prophet Isaiah has this vision, and in this vision, God tells, Isaiah tells God, here I am, send me. But there's this wrinkle with the message that God shares. Did you notice it? Make the mind of this people dull and stop their ears and shut their eyes so that they may not look with their eyes and listen with their ears and comprehend with their minds and turn and be healed. Similarly, like Isaiah, we are called by Jesus to an impossible task and we're called to let go of all sense, to ask God to shut our eyes and ears. Probably the hardest thing for Presbyterians is to let go of comprehension, right? If we do the very things God calls us to, to go out into the world that's very scary, that ends up crucifying our Lord, it would force us to turn. 
to turn away from God's calling because it's impossible. But what if we flipped it? Those last four words in our Isaiah reading, which it says, turn and be healed. That turning is not away from God, but toward God. If we turn away, we go inward, we retreat, we give up, we succumb to the pressure of the world. But if instead we turn to God, then we rely fully on God. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Turning to God is to have relationship, to pray. We must turn to God in prayer so that we can fully rely on God. Now, I'm Presbyterian, and while we'd have to be dumb and crazy to follow God in this world, it still means that I'm going to be praying and wearing a mask. In Isaiah, when we turn to God, we will be healed. But it's not a physical healing. We know this because just a few verses before, it talks about God forgiving and healing Isaiah. It says, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out, he tells Isaiah. And that's why he's willing to be sent. He exclaims, here I am. Send me. So when God sends us out into this crazy world, we need two things to navigate it. First, we must turn to God in prayer, or else we will turn away. And second, we receive God's healing grace. That's the only reason any of us would be sent. Once there was a squirrel. After the young writer Oscar Shishkol saw that squirrel make that giant leap. He heard an old man on a bench comment near him. Funny, I've seen hundreds of them jump like that, especially with dogs around and they can't come down to the ground. A lot of them miss. But I've never seen any hurt in trying. Then he chuckled. I guess they've got to risk it if they don't want to spend their lives in one tree. when Oscar thinks, a squirrel takes a chance. Have I less nerve than a squirrel? Jumping off into space, not sure what branch he'd land on, Oscar, after a four-year-long engagement, married in two weeks, scraped up enough money for their passage across the Atlantic, and began writing twice as fast and hard as ever before. Since then, whenever he had to choose between risking a new venture or hanging back, those five little words ran through his thoughts. Once there was a squirrel. And sometimes he heard the old man on the park bench saying, they got to risk it if they don't want to spend their lives in one tree. That's our call by God. We're received We've received God's grace, so we're willing to be sent out. Now, we all know this is crazy. This world is crazy, and so we want to be safe. 
we are not made to stay safe in one tree. We're directed by Jesus to be sent, to go out into this world. Now, at the end of worship, some pastors charge their congregation with these words from the Book of Common Worship, which we all will join together in a few moments to pray, to go out into the world in peace, have courage, hold on to what is good, return no one evil for evil, support the weak, help the suffering, honor all people, love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's dangerous. It's transformative. But how else do you make it in this world? Once there was a squirrel, the only way is to turn not away, but in prayer. Then take that leap, relying fully on God's grace, support the weak, help the suffering, honor all people. For we aren't called to, be, to stay safe in one tree. It might even send us to a different tree, to the cross. That's how dangerous prayer can be. So as we are sent out, let us go to God in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us join together in saying this prayer of the day. Loving God, send us to go out into the world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return no one evil for evil. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all people. Love and serve the Lord. Rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this material inspiring and would like to support our ministry here at First Love from the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You can also contribute through your financial institution through bill pay. And if an account number is necessary, please use 870-870-870. Our phone number at First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. That's O-F-F-I-C-E at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. You can join our live stream video of Sunday services, which start at 9.55 a.m. on Sunday at www.facebook.com slash 
First Press Jacks. That's www.facebook.com slash firstpressjacks. We also have a Facebook page called Presbyterians with a Purpose at www.facebook.com slash groups slash 221761382271153 slash. Presbyterians for a Purpose is a group for anyone needing to get in contact with someone else during these challenging times. If you wish to attend our 10 a.m. services on Sunday in person, please come in the north door. A nurse will take your temperature. The nurse will then press a button to open the door to limit touching surfaces. Another volunteer will open the inner door. While moving around, please wear your mask. Once seated, you can remove your mask. We pray you have a safe, joyful, and healthy week. God bless.